on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark. When a woman from Gabrielle. Well, we're joined in the studio by our guest today, Hayley Eleanor. Hayley, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Now, you're a stylist, which sounds terribly, terribly swish and glamorous <laughs> yes <it's>, yeah. <laughs> most glamorous times i've had <laughs> so just just tell us a bit about about you and your background and kind of how you ended up being a stylist okay well um i started my business about three years ago when i had my son um, i had a bit of a career change because previous to that i was a matrimonial solicitor for 10 years um and worked in kind of medium-sized practices around the um, yorkshire area um, and then I had my son and decided that I wanted to kind of rethink that and um, think about something else I wanted to do and that I was really passionate about and that I really enjoyed. Um, and styling was something that I've become aware of because when I was 16 I had um, I was gifted a colour analysis consultation and it's one thing that I kept coming back to time and time again um, and that I really, really loved um, and would talk about with other people and it's something that I wanted to do to help other people um, to feel good about themselves as well. That's quite a um, an important gift i think isn't it for a teenager because when you're a teenager often you don't you have a clue what suits you and it's mm-hmm. i think it also you're very likely to follow a tribe aren't you you kind of dress how your friends dress or how your favorite pop group dresses maybe or something like that so that must have been quite quite a revelation at that age it was i was always quite independent in the time kind of things that i liked anyway i didn't kind of follow people but i was quite geeky as well so um i was the first person in the year to have um to have braces on i wore glasses at 13 um so i kind of stood out a bit as well um for those reasons and so i wasn't particularly confident um in how i looked and that kind of gave me a confidence um to know kind of just the colors that i was wearing made a huge difference to me especially personally because i've got i get quite um dark under eyes Mm. Um, just because the way I am thank you to my father (laughs) one of his gifts to me Um, and so learning the right colours made a really big difference to that it meant that I didn't have to um, worry about it so much and really perked up my complexion and my eyes and I felt better because I've never been one to wear an awful lot of makeup so it just kind of gave me that boost that I needed Mm. so you had you wanted a change of career once you'd had your your little boy yes three years ago yeah so how did you start off um well there was a few different things i was trying to figure out first of all what i wanted to do um so i kind of went back and thought about the things that i really enjoyed through the time um and then when i decided i wanted to be a stylist i went and did some training there's quite a few different training providers available that kind of do it um either in person or online but because i had my son and he was only six months old at the time i couldn't spend like six weeks away from him and we don't have family around us to be able to do that mm. so um i did an online course um, so the DVDs came through and the um, folders and packs and I did the training that way. Ah, I didn't realise you could do it as an online course. I think probably though you could do anything as an online course now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And there's more, there's more kind of being available. At the time I was looking, there wasn't there wasn't many providers who did online courses, but there are a few more now. So for anybody who's interested in training, there are, is that availability as well. And it's just finding something that kind of fits around you. Mm. I would have really enjoyed the face-to-face stuff, but it just wasn't um, practical wasn't at the time. Practical yeah so do you find now i know you've got all this this knowledge um and are there occasions even now when you stand in front of the wardrobe and go oh i don't know what to wear <laughs> of course i think everyone <laughs> does um it depends on like how you're feeling in yourself 
um, on that day as well because it's very much a confidence thing we all go back to the things that we know that um, we love I mean my wardrobe I've always been a kind of a I like rules <laughs> um, so I've always kind of had the right colours in my wardrobe I'd always wanted a star consultation but never actually went and did it um, and I really regret that now because that made a massive difference when I was doing the training and learnt the different styles and just slight little tiny tricks that you just don't think about mm. um, when you're getting ready learning them and when you're get, getting um, going to buy clothes makes a massive difference um, so now I know that I've got a wardrobe of clothes that things suit me I know what the um, what goes together as well I quite often take little snapshots um, on my phone um, and it's something I use with my clients as well so that if you're not sure what to wear one day you've got an outfit already there that you can just kind of scroll through which is really really helpful ah yes yeah that's good isn't it yeah your own little personal tip. Um, photo album yes that's a good <laughs> idea i like that yeah although obviously looking at your own photographs never easy is this <laughs> <laughs> you always home in on the thing that you least like about yourself yes, <laughs> yes. feels from calvin harris i always feel that should actually be called the funny song about fish <laughs> for some strange reason anyway um so we're talking to stylist hayley eleanor and uh, she's told us about how she got into being a stylist so if somebody wants to have a personal uh, consultation with you what will they get um, well, I believe in kind of having a um, quite holistic kind of all-in-one service. So, um, as I said previously, I'd had the colour analysis done, but I think there's other elements in there that are really important. And that when you're looking at your own wardrobe, um, it's difficult to be objective um, about um, what's not working in there. And just having a fresh pair of eyes in there um, can be really helpful. And that's, to me, where the magic happens is in the wardrobe. So you can give people advice about colour um, and you can give people advice about body shapes, um, but putting it all together so it's actually practical and works for them. Um, takes place in the wardrobe um, so um, what we do is um, we have a look at the colours that suit people so they know that they're looking naturally good um, with that, um, looking at the body shapes, um, so getting the proportions right and balance, balancing out your body um, and then putting it to work in your wardrobe so concentrating on putting outfits together so that you know that um, when you go to your wardrobe um, you've got outfits there um, that are going to work because quite often you can't always see all the combinations um, that you've got in there um, so it's about giving you the confidence um, to get dressed easily in the morning um, and um, about kind of providing that variety as well um, and having that function because quite often people have um, wardrobes where um, they're missing big sections um, out so maybe they um, it doesn't kind of work with their lifestyle so that they've got more kind of going out things than casual things um, that's think one thing that's quite um, that's, that's that happens quite often that people just don't have enough basics in their wardrobe so that casually they struggle at the weekends or on the days off um, to put outfits together um, and that to me is quite an important thing because it needs to match your lifestyle because there's no point in having loads of dresses if you're out walking the dog or playing with the kids at the playground mm. um, it's important that it all works together and then being feeling good in your clothes and just those few tips and tricks um, that you're missing you're not sure why that skirt doesn't work or that jacket doesn't work just um, having it tailored sometimes um, like I, I often suggest to people that they add bus darts or take the hem up on things um, makes such a massive difference and then it also stops you from buying the same things again or identifying what's not working and you can home in more when you go shopping. I think skirt lengths can be important, can't they? You, the wrong skirt length can just look absolutely awful. Yeah, you always want it to um, hit um, where you're kind of smallest, where you feel most confident. Mm -hmm. So... Um, there's a lot of midi skirts around at the moment which for the majority of us it doesn't work unless you put a heel on yes um if you're wearing flats every day the midi skirt can make you look shorter um and then um 
makes your proportions look out of sync um, and most of us want to look slimmer and leaner and midi skirts can make them shorter so yeah okay. well we'll talk much more to Hayley um, after the news so don't go away this is Radio Newark and Girls Around Town and we will be right back Despacito there that's uh, well, it, Louis Fawney, Fawncy but it is also of course Justin Bieber um, and I think most people think of Justin Bieber when they hear that song it's quite a I quite like that one it's quite quite cheery um, Sue's not looking convinced it, it's alright it's a bit modern for me it's okay <laughs> <laughs> you know me I got stuck in 1978 <laughs> <laughs> well I think oh no actually we're not going back very far on what's coming up in the um, in the next 50 minutes I had to have a look then at the clock uh, you're listening to the girls around town here on Radio Nook it's me June Rollins in the chair right now Sue is in the studio as well and also our guest Hayley Eleanor we've been talking to Hayley Eleanor already in the first hour of the show about um, how she made the switch from being a matrimonial solicitor to a personal stylist how and why and um, a few sort of um, introductory comments about um, what a personal stylist or an image cons- consultant does now, while we were listening, and um, I certainly was having a little bit of a jiggle there to um, Justin Bieber, um, we were talking about wardrobe space. Sue and I both revel in the fact that um, <laughs> we have masses of space because, um, you know, saddos, we live on our own. <laughs> there, are, there are advantages to living alone. Oh, yes. One is you don't have to share the wardrobe. Um, but um, we're also talking about um, organising the wardrobe because um, H- Hayley, um, you commented on the fact that having so many wardrobes, you know, how do you ever know where what's there and where things are? Um, so, um, what, when you, when you're um, doing your consultations, you're, you're talking to your clients, does the idea of wardrobe organisation, <coughs> excuse me, regardless of what's there, actually? the organisation of it. Is, does that play an important part of your consultations? Yeah, it does. Um, just having the right facilities in there. So um, quite often people just have kind of things mixed together. So you two seem quite organised in that mm. you've got um, your dresses all together and your jackets all together. A lot of people don't do that, which then if everything's muddled up, it makes it really difficult to find outfits because you don't know where that pair of jeans is. You don't know where that top is. Um, and it gets it difficult to put an outfit together. Quite often people put um, like two items on a hanger as well. So if they've got big wardrobes, they go, oh, I forgot that was there. Um, and actually that works really well with something else um, that's in your wardrobe, but you don't know where it is because it's um, stuffed somewhere else that you just can't get access to. And things like um, scars, people often, some people have like loads and loads of scars. I don't know whether you two kind of yes. really like oh, scars. Oh, yes. Sue, definitely. Scarf. I've got quite a few. I've got two Sue. scarf hangers from Ikea, you know, those round ones. I've got yes. two of them. They're ones that I actually bring to my consultations because they're really handy because you can mm. hook everything on and then you can see exactly what you've got. Yes. But some people like stuff their scarves like at the bottom of drawers mm. or um, in big boxes and then they've got to sift through them and can't see what they've got. So when they're putting outfits together, they've got no idea what's there and like how they can finish it off because they can't see the scarf. So your scarf organisation is perfect. <laughs> 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 no, no I, I've seen sort of um, two conflicting um, kinds of advice about how to organise things within your wardrobe. One is obviously the way that Sue and I work, which is we have all items together. So I've got all my dresses, um, all my skirts, all my jeans, trousers, um, and, and they're all colour graduated yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And just one very important thing as well, every hanger turns in the same direction yeah that is really important you know the hangers have to be the same way around 
Um, but um, so that so that's the way Sue and I both work. But I've also heard that um, the right way to do it uh, in some people's minds is you hang, um, say, for example, the jacket and skirt, trousers, whatever. You keep things in outfits rather than in garments yeah. which which would you advocate um, i quite Hayley? like the garments because i'm really big on kind of mixing and matching things um so i think if you've got a wardrobe that mixes and matches you've got a lot more options um and a lot more versatility in there to be able to do it and if you've got things in specific outfits i think you can get a bit lost in um what you've got and you kind of lose your imagination because you just go back to the same old sure. outfits yeah yeah and you perhaps you perhaps never see that all oh, that blouse would actually have worked really well with mm. yeah, yeah yeah exactly because mm. when mm. like when i go to see clients quite often i'm like well have you put this with this and they're like no i've not thought about that because they've kind of when they've brought that item they've got it set in their mind what it's going to go with and can't think beyond that so i think it might be quite limiting doing that but it does work for some people it's, it's a very personal thing because some people really like having specific outfits um, I remember um, there's a quote by um, Barack Obama, actually, who says that um, he likes just blue and grey because um, it reduces the um, options that he needs when he's got lots of important decisions to make. So for some people it works, but I think for the majority of people, they like to mix and match things. Also, he said he wore the same suit every to every occasion, a dinner suit to every occasion for eight years. Yeah. Whereas Michelle had to have a different outfit <laughs> for everyone. So unfair. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose there are two ways of looking at that, aren't there? The, the unfairness. I mean, in a way it's actually quite fair to us because we get to buy lots of things yes you know we and we we couldn't rock up to um constant um special events and whatever in the same thing so we have the um the pleasure see, we of say having we couldn't more. we could it's not the social norm that we would <laughs> but we could yeah we could <laughs> i think it's quite liberating when you do that when you i quite like recycling outfits i've got a lovely blue um ghost dress which i got um from the outlet junction 28 actually for an evening do and i've worn it three or four times and it's been to different with different people at different ball occasions mm. i love the fact that you can reuse it i just put on a bit of different bling with it um and it works really well because i feel really good in that dress and then i don't need to worry every time i go to a ball so if anybody invites me to a ball and wearing a blue dress and it works right. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, on on similar lines, I've got a ghost skirt, a, a, a full length skirt, and it's black, um, and it's got the go days and and everything, in it, and it's it's crepe and it's all slinky, um, and and I just vary the top. Yeah, you know, it could be a completely different outfit. Um, so, uh, um, and and in in a lot of ways, I mean, I, I prefer separates. I mean, I do have dresses, don't mm. wear them very often, um, but separates. It's just that. Um, versatility isn't it yeah um so long as as you say you don't always wear the same top with the same bottoms yeah um, and that you're conscious that you're aware of what um what you can bring in and then of course accessorize as well yeah, yeah. um yeah. scarves yes yeah. yes you're not wearing a scarf today sue yeah. no, is it because it's summer <laughs> <laughs> it's summer yes it's it's one of the very very few reasons i quite like the weather getting cooler because you can i can get my scarves and my cardigans and i can go back to my layers so yeah there are benefits to the autumn arriving yes we we do, we do like a good scarf don't we oh yes um uh, although um sometimes tying them properly getting getting them to to work i actually remember the first time i met you Haley. um we were at balance studio you were doing a talk and you were demonstrating how to um work with a scarf yeah. yes yes um unfortunately it's radio so we can't <laughs> ask you to do something like that today but it would have been quite nice uh, I, i've got one or two um little 
videos bookmarked, YouTube videos bookmarked that, 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 that to do that really quick, you know, sort of yeah. whiz yeah. around with, with the same scarf and tie it in 20 outfits. different ways. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and it does, it, you can make a big difference to an outfit just by, not only by wearing the scarf, but how you wear it. Yeah. Definitely, mm. yeah. I'm wearing it in the because I don't um, like personally kind of having a lot of bulk around my neck no. when I put a scarf on. So I do a pretzel tie, it's called, where you kind of loop it back on itself so it kind of hangs nicely down the front, um, looking like a kind of figure of eight, like a pretzel. Mm. Mm. Um, and that's my favourite tie. I have to put some videos on. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yes. Slow mo ones. <laughs> so you can see exactly the scarves always on. fit. No matter how much weight you gain or lose, the scarf <laughs> always fits. This is it. I mean, this, this is why I love handbags. You never have a bad handbag. <laughs> handbag day do you? you you don't have a fat day when you can't get into a handbag um and um you don't have a day when um a handbag pinches your toes because it's no. hot no. and things like that so yes yeah, scarves and handbags and to a to a lesser extent perhaps jewel some some jewelry uh, you're listening to the girls around town here on radio note with myself june rollins with sue jackson and our guest for this morning Haley eleanor who is a personal stylist we've been talking about wardrobe coordination organization and so on what 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 we're going to move on to now is um body shape um perhaps some some of the body shapes are, there, there are all sorts of different ways of classifying body shapes aren't the shapes um they talk about different shapes different fruits, fruits. <laughs> yeah. um yes <laughs> and, um all kinds of things so um Haley, just give us a quick rundown on um your own take on on the varying body shapes okay well there's five kind of standard ones which they do cut do call by fruit so you've got apple um pear um strawberry um, well, there's obviously the hourglass that doesn't have a, a fruit name, though. <laughs> and then kind of a straighter rectangular body shape, which again doesn't have a um, body, uh, body name. Um, but for me, they can be quite limiting because I think some people have quite a lot of people have different aspects of different ones. And it's about picking up the ones that um, resonate with you. So it may be that you're smaller on the top half um, and um, small, uh, bigger around the bum and the thighs, but smaller on the bottom half of your leg, for example. So it's about kind of getting the right mix for you. Um, but what, what I look at when I'm speaking to clients is um, the two different sets of proportions. We've got the horizontal proportion. So whether your hips and your shoulders are in line or which one's um, kind of bigger than the other one, and then rebalancing that so that if you're feeling quite broad shouldered um, and you're slimmer hipped, putting more emphasis on the hips will then balance out with your shoulders um, and um, create the and make your waist um, look smaller as well because you're providing that lovely hourglass shape um, or if you're bigger on the hips um, and smaller on the shoulders rebalance out your body by putting emphasis um, and volume on the top half round by your shoulders because again that's going to balance the two out um, the reason that the hourglass shape is kind of seen as the most desirable shape, um, it all comes down to fertility and kind of breeding. Um, so um, when you've got um, bigger hips, you're seen as more childbearing um, and it's more womanly as well. So um, the waistline, um, people either like to play up their waist or play it down. And again, it's a very personal thing. It depends on how comfortable you feel with your body and there's different tricks that you can use um, to do that. Um, we also look at the vertical proportions so that's how long your legs are in relation to your body and things so for me and quite a lot of people I'm shorter legged and longer body so I um, change the way that my waistband goes so that my legs look longer and just like doing a half tuck on my tops or something makes my legs look longer um, and my body line look shorter um, because otherwise I can end up looking a bit um, squat in places and it makes me look heavier around the bottom half as well which um, then doesn't make me feel confident in what I'm wearing. Um, so yeah, um, body shapes is it's about 
I kind of liken it to being an architect. So it's about kind of getting the balance um, where you are in, you get the balance in the building and you get the balance in your body as well. So it's about identifying where you go in, where you go out and rebalancing that by putting volume and details in the places that you need it. Um, to balance out your body so so are, are you sort of concentrating more on camouflaging the bad bits or bringing out the good bits it very much depends on the person because my if you ask a woman what are your favorite bits of your body it usually takes a little while and there's usually <laughs> one thing whereas if you say what are your least favorite parts of your body there's usually quite a list. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so it's about picking them up and making camouflaging the bits that the client doesn't feel comfortable with and picking up the bits that they do and quite often you've got a bit you don't always see the nice bits of your body and you're like well do you like things like just little things like your collarbones or your ankles or your wrists and just showing bits of them off um, can often give you the boost that you um, need as well um, so it's a very personal thing hmm hmm yeah <laughs> no <laughs> We're taking, we're taking all this in. Be a question. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, shall we move on to colour? Colour, yes. Colour. Love colour. Yes, the importance of colour. Now, um, y- you said um, very early on in, in the conversation, I think, while you were still talking to Sue in the first hour, that um, one of the things that you... Um, thank your father for it's <laughs> passing on your, your, <laughs> <laughs> your um, dark under eyes so um color is important isn't it i mean it, there's no doubt about that and and there, there are two different uh, from from what i've heard when you've when i've heard you talking before two different aspects one is is the colors that flatter you yep. and also the colors that project the image or the the persona or, or the personality that you want to uh, for example things like in business when you want to come across as powerful yeah so let, let's talk about finding flattering colors first or the colors that work for you how do you go about that do you do the scarfy bit yes i've got color drapes so what we look at first of all is whether you um there's kind of three different ways to look at color you look at um whether you suit warm or cool colors or whether there's a bit of a mixture of both we're currently sat in an orange studio and <laughs> orange doesn't brings out those under eye bags for me so i'm glad i'm kind of in the white yeah, or, orange doesn't radio. do much for me either <laughs> Um, and then we look at whether light or dark colours look better um, because it's all about um, having that colour reflecting on your face, bringing out your eyes um, and making you look the best. Whereas if you have colours, if you're quite fair and you wear very dark colours, quite often that can hide you um, and people can't see you. Um, same with glasses and things. I know me and June are both wearing glasses today. Um, if you've got glasses, there's, there's a lot of black frames around at the moment. I'm quite dark around the eyes, so they're okay. But if you're fairer, sometimes the black frames can um, disguise um, those natural colourings um, in you. So it's about wearing the right depth of colour as well. And then also whether you... Um, whether you look better in bright or muted um, colours. So bright kind of like fuchsias and cobalt blues, but sometimes that can, um, again, overspan you. And again, it's about making, um, bringing out those features on you so that people don't see the clothes first, they see you because that's um, what it's all about. Whereas a more softer palette might suit you, something that works if you're kind of, if you're brown-eyed, brown-haired, um, you're softer in the skin, it may be that um, the more softer colours are going to suit you rather than a bright colour. Um, and you can see the difference when you get the drapes out and the scarves. I know, June, you were saying that you've had your own mm, colour analysis yeah, before. So you're kind of used to um, that process. Because when you go shopping and you try clothes on, you don't look at colours in that way. You don't think, oh, does that colour look um, right on me? 
um, and you can't see the um, different shadings and stuff that it makes because the right colours can create um, shades where you don't need it and as you get older particularly you don't want um, lines and things um, showing up in with the diff- wrong colours. The lighting in changing rooms can be awful can't oh, it? Oh gosh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's right at the back of the shop so you can't really go I'm just going to go and stand on the <laughs> natural lighting yeah Yeah. so having the colour swatch is really handy because you can narrow down the choice in the shops and um, just pick out the colours that go with you and the other benefit is then you get clothes that not only suit you but mix and match together as well because Mm. you know the colours that are going to go together and they're all going to work in harmony so you haven't got like um, a hodgepodge of different colours that don't actually create an outfit Mm. and then if if there is a color, I mean, you know, we 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 all choose sort of our, our palette. But mm-hmm. if if there is a color which is particularly which you really like but you know doesn't suit you, mm-hmm. it can always go into accessories, can't it? To, yeah, you, it can. you know, to a handbag or um, to shoes or whatever like that. Yeah. So you can have that pop of color just because you are um, the sort of person who needs to wear muted mm-hmm. um, a, a muted palette doesn't mean you can't pop a little bit no um, and and that's about getting your personality across as well so um it may be that's something that you judge people always say oh well if i have a color and i say you're going to tell me that i can't wear black is usually the thing or what i'm as if it's my favorite color um and i don't wear it but you don't get that very often because the colors that people suit um are often the colors they love the most Mm -hmm. um and it opens them up to colors there's always like two or three colors that people go oh i hadn't even thought about that um, and it gives them more ideas um, because they've just not considered it previously, but it looks amazing on them. And going back to the, uh, go- going on to the idea of, of colour to um, create a particular impression. Yeah. So give us a few sort of hints about how we can convey something through the colour. Okay. Well, it depends on the message that you want to convey. So if you're wanting to look authoritative, so obviously you've got background solicitor, um, barristers and judges tend to wear black and white because they're high contrast colours and that gives them the look of authority. Whereas if you want to appear to be um, more approachable, black can be quite a harsh colour. So wearing a softer colour, um, it doesn't necessarily need to be like a muted colour or a very light colour, but lightening up from black, so you could wear a navy or a dark grey, um, would work really well. Um, so um, Angelina Jolie, um, as an example, she used to wear a lot of black because um, she kind of had a bit of a goth vibe about her. Um, and then she went to, um, she's now an ambassador for the UN. Um, and so she's gone from black to grey because it's more approachable and suitable for her job type. Um, it's the same with nurses when you go on a ward um, you have the sisters wear darker blue whereas the trainees wear um, lighter blue because it donates donates um, authority um, so yeah you can use the color for different um, reasons and then different colors individually mean different things as well so red's quite um, a fiery color um, it can be um, quite a passionate color as well so if you're wanting to um, make a statement red's a really good idea um, it's where, why um, the kind of traditional Christian Louboutins they have red soles because they're powerful yes. and um, you say oh put red lipstick on yes. because it's a power colour so yeah there's a lot all different colours mean different things mm. and they, they bring about different feelings as well because like if you're feeling happy what kind of colours do you tend yes. to wear mm. yeah you want to wear your bright colours whereas if you're feeling a bit depressed or a bit down or there's a bit rubbish outside or whatever you tend to wear kind of more grey colours and kind of um, things that haven't got as much vibrancy there yeah. and it can change your mood and, and and similarly with the seasons i mean we all we all sort of go um a bit brighter or uh, lighter and brighter for the summer yeah and then come the winter we're all bundled up in our um generally darker and and um 
more muted colours. Um, so, yeah. So, uh. See, generally, the, in the summer, the shops are full of pastels. I hate mm. pastels. <laughs> yeah. No, I look awful. I like ghosting pastels. <laughs> and yet, come autumn, well, I, I know they sort of appear in about July, but it's the autumn clothes. <laughs> yeah, they're probably, well, they're, <laughs> they're, they've they're been in all, there for a while, yes. <laughs> but you get burgundies and navies and purples, and I love all those colours. So, I actually, although I, I love the summer because I hate being cold, clothes-wise winter clothes are far better i hate all these wishy-washy colors my daughter and i walk around the shops in the summer and go oh there's no proper colors <laughs> <laughs> and taupe there's acres of taupe and beige <laughs> well you I, I, th- I mentioned this last week i think sue that you're you're going to be um in your element this um this coming season because yes, all the purpley stuff is, yes. is very fashionable it is um, yeah. now, now i know that um when we talk about style and 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 choosing your style and everything we, we don't mean fashion do we you know we're not we're not avid we, we, we're not you're not encouraging people to um blindly follow fashion no um, no not there's, at there's all. a big difference between fashion and style yeah isn't there? yes yeah mm. there's so many quotes about fashion and style <laughs> there's <laughs> loads that you could know um but um because fashion's about what's in the shops and what's trendy at the moment but what's trendy in the shops may not suit you um i think we were saying sue that it's like 90 percent of the stuff just 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 to regard yes it's not you exactly and it's going for kind of the classic pieces you can obviously be um wear fashionable pieces but wear it um the stuff that you really like and really enjoy and that's part of your personality um you can bring it in in cheaper things because it's got a higher turnover so what's fashionable this season like a gingham for example um isn't going to probably be in fashion again next year so kind of keep it cheaper or put it in accessories because that's easily changeable yes yeah. And, and, and again it comes back to the fact that you know you, you if if you if you do if you are a um, a slave to fashion then you're going to have to keep yeah. changing your wardrobe every year um which is um it's not ideal is it it's expensive no. and also um you know you, you're back to that dilemma of what what goes with what and you know once once you've got a style and 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 you've you've established certain key key items yeah um all right you might have to buy a replacement you know because mm-hmm. you've what you loved it so much you've worn it out you know but um you're not constantly on a on a hamster wheel of having no. to keep buying to keep to keep up with fashion all the no. time it's very onerous doing that it's, it's expensive like sue said and it's just it's tiring you don't want to have to replace your wardrobe every year um there's bits um i don't think i think you get the most pleasure from things that you have to throw away because you've worn it so yes. much mm-hmm. you feel like you've got your value from mm-hmm. it um and that's the thing whereas if you throw something away that's got the tag or you've worn once you feel a bit bitter about the money that yes. you wasted don't yeah, you you do <laughs> so yeah getting the value out of stuff and wearing it as much as you can yes i have to say i have a, a coat which i bought in in sales six years ago maybe um it was expensive in the sale very expensive in the sale um but it has come out every well autumn winter and spring um Mm. it's it's sort of in i can wear it all all year round apart from summer pretty much um and sometimes in the summer as well (laughs) given the summers that we get um and and um again going back a long long time ago i can remember the days when cost per wear was the um phrase wasn't it um i think the cost per I, i think the cost per wear on that coat must be in the negative by now i have worn it so much you know re- really really have done um and and it's it's kind of like an old friend as well you know um yeah. you, you go to your wardrobe and you know it's going to work with um with 
lots of different things and it's going to keep you warm as well <laughs> yes. um, and it will look good and yeah. it and it's a good name you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, the, it's the designer brand you know. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> We are coming towards the end of the show. We've got just over uh, 10 minutes left, 10 or 12 minutes left of the show. And uh, we're talking to Hayley Eleanor Smith, who is a personal stylist. We've gone through colours, we've gone through body shapes, we've gone through organising our wardrobes. Um, While um, Atlantic Star was um, playing, we were talking about um, expensive purchases that that haven't come, (laughs) haven't justified their cost per wear um, or have been justified by cost per wear. Um, um, we are, um, as I say, almost out of time. So we need to find out where and how you can find out more if you want to from Haley. So Haley, um, first of all, tell us um, how people can um, get in touch with you. Uh, Google my name, Haley Eleanor. It comes up my um, website's Um I've also got a Facebook page where I post regular um, tips and information, inspiring quotes and things like that. Um, which is um, Halia Eleanor style. Um, but if you just search for Halia Eleanor, it comes up. I've got, I've, yeah, not particularly comments, so there's not lots of options. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, am I right in thinking there's a blog on your website? Have I, have, yeah, there I, is. Yeah. In and out. There's yes. client experiences yes, sure. and then advice yeah. columns and yeah. things on there as well. Um, and I, I've also noticed on your Facebook page in, in the last few um, weeks when, um, uh, cause, um, when I've been whizzing down my timeline and whatever um you 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 quite often post up on there things that you've discovered um some interesting handbags i saw was it only yesterday yes it was yes (laughs) when i went and had my hair done i got nipped into a little shop and found some handbag i love discovering um new brands and things like independent ones and Mm -hmm. things that people maybe wouldn't have found before um so yeah i always put them finds up there sharing is caring (laughs) (laughs) absolutely share the love that's what we need to do especially when it comes to handbags Hayley thank you very much indeed for getting in touch with us or for coming into us rather I was going and what I was thinking ahead there getting in touch there is a post on our website on on the Girls Around Town website um, about the fact that Hayley was coming in today and I'm pretty sure that on there there is a link to her website in fact I know there is because I put it on there so if you are trying to find Hayley if you want to find out a little bit more about her if you want to get um, lined up for um, a stylist a personal stylist session or Mm -hmm. or a personal shopping session I think we haven't even touched personal shopping have we? No. That is something else that you do Um, if you um, if you want to do that you can can go to the girls around town um website which is girlsaroundtownonline.com look for the blog which is called grin and wear it mm-hmm. um because that is Haley's um uh mission is to make sure that whatever you put on you're smiling when you when you do it um and you will find the link on there to excuse me to Haley's website and uh, where you can find out all about her we're almost out of time as i say we're heading up towards the news right now so just um a final thank you to Haley. um perhaps you'll come back in again sometime and we can we can get into the personal shopping bit oh yeah that'd be really good especially yes. for the new season that'd be lovely yes we could talk about that couldn't we